Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Well, Jim, big news in the world of professional golf today. Stunning. Uh, absolutely stunning uh, that PGA Tour, Live Golf, and uh, the DP, whatever they call that, tour is basically the European <laughs> Tour, yep. are all combining into one financial company. Uh, Live Golf will finish out their schedule this year. Then they will be incorporated into uh, one large golfing company, worldwide golfing company, and uh, the Saudi and the Saudi government that was investing in Live Golf will now be investing in this new golf company. Um, and it sounds like you know the, the news stories on it say you know wonder what will happen with people like Brooks Koepka and all these players who took nine figure. Um, deals to to leave the PGA Tour. Well, you, you wouldn't be doing all this if you're going to exclude players. It's called, basically everybody's going to enter the same umbrella, and uh, it's you know if, if you just like golf and you just want to if you just like golf and you just want to see the best players competing against each other all the time, mm-hmm. this is a great day. Mm-hmm. If you think that uh, you know the PGA Tour shouldn't be in bed with Saudi investors and helping the Saudi Arabian government sports wash their human rights violations and policies, then this is not such a great day. And, you know, what it tells you is that, you know, the PGA, the people, you know, Monaghan and the people who run the PGA Tour cared much more about the uh, financial impacts of Live Golf than the moral implications of Live Golf. You know, the global money, though, I mean, you know, China's hard, hardly clean hands, and they and the NBA could not be closer lined. Right, and 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 it is. It's not a, a, an easy issue. It's not a black and white issue. Yeah. Um, you know, every major country has some history uh, that you wouldn't really want to be associated with. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just it it always feels like the Saudi thing is just a little closer to the heart. Um, you know, they. I mean. <laughs> We go down. We could have a four-hour conversation about uh, the Saudi Arabian uh, government luring an American journalist, Jamal Khashoggi, into one of their embassies, killing him and dicing him up because he was getting close to, uh, you know, he was getting close to information linking uh, our government and uh, the Saudis and under the. I mean, it's it's a really deep, dark, ugly story. Uh, then, then you get into the fact that uh, Saudi Arabia was was Saudi Arabian nationals were funding Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda, obviously uh, responsible for the September 11th attacks, 15 of the 19 uh, terrorists uh, on that day were of Saudi Arabian descent, including Omar, uh, including Bin Laden. It's just a little closer to the heart than China. You know, China's China's a, an authoritarian. <laughs> I can't even say. It. China, China has a lot of a lot of issues too. Yeah. Yes, uh, they haven't been quite as close to to uh, attacks on the United States as uh, Saudi Arabia has. Right, uh, unless you consider the pandemic. I mean, it did come from China, uh, so they were either negligent or you know, criminal activity, uh, and that killed millions of people around the world. So, you know, that does hit pretty close to me. My father died from COVID. That came out of China. Mm-hmm. And the previous pandemic also came out of China. So, you know, it's hard to start, uh, I think, trying to dice out dirty money around the world because, like you said, everybody's dirty. True. 
And 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 uh, I guess what really strikes home in this, you know, taking our own personal opinions out of this, yeah. what really strikes close in this particular instance is so many, uh, you know, the PGA Tour itself, uh, leaders of the PGA Tour, a lot of the players uh, involved who decided to stay with the PGA Tour, you know, some of them did cite sports washing mm-hmm. as a reason they didn't want to be involved in Saudi Arabia. And some of the, you know, not many players... At the moment we're speaking right now, right now, not many key players have spoken out publicly. They're still waiting to hear details. Yeah. But ESPN has quoted some key players off the record, you know, anonymously saying, you know, this was all. We thought this actually was part uh, of a decision not to deal with Saudi money, and and mm-hmm. obviously it's just it, it, the money overwhelmed whatever considerations you had there. Yeah. Well, and we don't know what it looks like yet, and and won't uh, this year anyway. So we'll see, you know, how it all washes out. But, um, yep, it's a global economy, and it's a global tour, the Live Golf Tour. I mean, most of their or half of their events, at least, are are around the world, and and so forth. So we'll see how it all washes out. Uh, the uh, Twins continue to battle with some injuries. Uh, a tough test tonight. So, you know, I've asked you before and we wonder how big is the series at this time of year when it's 162 games, but it is a good measuring stick series against Tampa the next three nights. I guess, uh, but I also, you know, I hear from Twins fans all the time <clears> and, you know, the Twins finally win a season series against the Yankees then the Twins win a season series against the defending champion Astros and they lose one more game, and nobody's talking about that anymore. It's all about whatever the current problem is. So the problem with looking at any series as a big series is they could win this series and then go on a 10-game losing streak, and nobody's yeah. going to remember the series. They could lose the series and go on a 10-game, or, you know, vice versa. Uh, you know, it, everything, every game feels, or in series, feels big at the moment. Mm-hmm. And then you look back at the end of the season and you realize not many series were very big until, right. until you got to the end of the year. Uh, yeah. I, you know, listen, you'd like to see this team get healthy. You'd like to see this team compete well against good teams. You would like to see this team widen their margin in the American League Central. But, you know, I, I, I don't think of it as a measuring stick as much as I think of it. It's fun. It's fun to see the Twins play other good teams. It's fun to see the teams Twins play teams outside the division, which is a bad division this year. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think it's really cool that – the Twins, a first-place team from a smaller market, are playing the Rays, a great team from a smaller market. And I, I just like it. I, I like it when teams like this are good. Twins still have to prove they're good, but I think they, they do have a good roster when healthy. And the Rays have proven that they're right now the best team in, in baseball. Yeah. Uh, Dave St. Peter spoke with the media yesterday, a terrific guy. How long has he been with the Twins organization? He goes back to your start uh, with the Twins, uh, he- doesn't he? He started off like in the mailroom in like 1986 or something. Yeah, uh, he you know he was already in the organization when I started covering in 1990. It's funny too because when I was the beat writer in the 90s for all the bad Twins teams, mm-hmm. people are, and Dave was rising through the organization pretty rapidly. People would always tell me, "God, St. Peter's so mad at you today." I would, <laughs> you know, I would make fun of the Twins being that bad. I would come up with one-liners. Right. I would make jokes about them, and St. Peter it was so so dear to to St. Peter, you know, and he lived and died with the team every year. But yeah, he did all kinds of stuff. He he did, you know, he 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 did all the grunt work you can do in the organization on his way to being team president and now, you know, whatever his convoluted uh, title is. He he is and I've been in his office. I've talked to him a million times. He he is a great guy. Yeah. And and it's it's 
because he came up from the mailroom and worked his way all the way through the organization, his people are incredibly loyal to him too. Yes, and and he treats them well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, we've had different views of the Polad, depending on which Polad has been in charge. Mm-hmm. Carl was very uh, cheap. Uh, he was very loyal to his inner circle, but he wasn't very loyal to anybody outside that circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but I think St. Peter's had a great influence on all the Polads that have come since. They all trust St. Peter. They've built an organization where they treat their employees really well. They pay their employees market rates. Uh, it's, people are very loyal to them. Mm-hmm. They, and you notice every player, even players who live on, leave on bad terms, even managers who get fired here, they all get welcomed back and they all come back. I mean, you know, you just, we saw, you know, guard, Ron Gardenhire get fired and mm-hmm. do a farewell press conference. You know, conference. We yep. saw Terry Ryan come and go and get very. I mean, you see people get fired and they feel like they're obligated to act in a classy manner because they've been treated so well when they've been here. Yeah, interesting. That's a, that's a great point. Uh, last night's uh, Stanley Cup uh, game uh, two didn't do much to broaden the um, appeal of the sport to those who are more casual fans and maybe only watching the Stanley Cup final uh, and and. Uh, Last night's game didn't do anything to attract more fans, I don't feel like. No. Um, and and you know, I don't even know how much. One thing, though, is we tend to think in these terms, and I think we think of these terms, especially those of us who you know, follow sports as the NFL was gaining steam and baseball mm-hmm. was losing steam and the NBA was kind of, you know, the, hey, the NBA before uh, Magic and Bird was, was not doing well. And yeah. I will say this. All the major sports right now, are doing just great. And it doesn't matter where they put the games on. I mean, and listen, they might profit a little bit more here. They might be a touch more popular if they take up this stance or if they have this team series play mm-hmm. well. But there's so much money in professional sports now. The franchise values are so high. The owners are all rich. The players are all rich. Uh, I don't think we need to worry about ratings anymore. They're going to make billions of dollars no matter what happens. Yeah, and attendance up in Major League Baseball yep. this year. I think there's a direct correlation to draw with the new rules. Yes. I just think that uh, this appeals so much more to the casual fan, so much more to, uh, you know, people who don't want to spend four hours at the ballpark. I mean, you know, they, you know what baseball needs to do is attract younger fans mm-hmm. and more casual fans. And I think faster games with more action on the bases accomplishes both. Yeah, that's right. Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Sue Ann brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.